T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it on WEEI. All right, Joe. I feel like I'm in like a... Little lounge, having a nice drink. Mm. Setting the tone. Feels nice. Uh, back here on uh, Shime and Dundero, uh, taking you up until six o'clock right here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. We've talked Pats, we've talked Bees, we've talked C's. I want to get back into this Bill Belichick conversation because I think it's it's the biggest question that just lingers around here is just what is his future? What is the future of the organization? Uh, and it's interesting. The more we talk about it, the more you feel like he's not going to be back. Yeah. And he's I, just going to be done with football. I just, based on the way he's operated over the the course of the last few years, and then I'm thinking about what's out there. I'm thinking about his age. I'm thinking about where he is in his life. He's got grandkids. I don't know if he wants to just go. and. I just haven't seen the ferociousness to win like I thought I would see when Tom Brady left. So why would I think he's going to do anything and everything to get to a situation where he'll win and get that record or whatever based on what I've seen? I just think he wanted to do it here. Yeah. And maybe he's just of the mentality, I'll do it here as long as it goes, and then when it's done, you know, sort of like our like my uh, my betting account. Like I got a number, <laughs> I'm going to put it in, yep. and when it's out, when I run out, that's it. I'm, I'm out. good I'm for done. the year. I, maybe it's something like that. When this runs out, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Hopefully we win a lot of games. Hopefully we can keep it going. We'll stay with the process that I've enjoyed for many my whole life. Uh, and then when it runs out, I'm good. I don't want to start over. I don't want to move across country. I'm starting to feel like that could be the thing that happens. I'm curious if he had a similar mentality to what Brady had always said, where I'll retire when I suck. And it's like, no, oh, this is the first time my team has actually sucked. I may actually want to retire now. Because it's hard. I, I look at it on a day-to-day basis, and and when you're in the games – like, there's still passion there. He's he's yelling at refs. He's excited or upset more often than not about plays and, and about situations. And there's emotion. Like, there's there, it's palpable. I can see it. I can feel it. But then when it comes to, like, preparing the team in the offseason and leading up to now and, and even at the trade deadline and things like that, it's like, all right, there were moves to be had. There were, there were things that could have been done to make you better. And you chose not to. Like, why? You, you you clearly couldn't win with the group you had. Mac Jones won two games in 14 or whatever it was. And, and, and Bailey Zappi's only won two of five. So how how could you have expected to win more? 
and and I think that's what kind of gets me to the point where I'm just like, yeah, he's he's kind of just calling it quits. You know, it's so um, when I think about the coaching staff, what this team needed, if they were really doing what was best for the team, is to infuse whatever, you know, maybe it's the offense, maybe it's the defense, in the Patriots case it was the offense. You need to do what's best in order to get your team to play at a higher level. The Buffalo Bills did something along those lines where they brought in Joe Brady. Now, he, he wasn't a lifelong Buffalo Bills employee. He didn't work with Sean McDermott for his whole career. But they had identified a good coach, and we're going to do what we need to do to bring him in. I remember going way back, 2010-ish, the Houston Texans had an abysmal, abysmal secondary, an abysmal defense. Mark Sanchez carved them up on the Jets, throwing the ball. What'd they do? They went out and got a guy named Wade Phillips, brought him in. They were yep. top 10 defense, completely changed. It, it was during those That's years. That's what Sean that, McVay did when he first became head coach of the L.A. Rams. That's right. He brought in Wade Phillips. He's like, you take care of the defense. I'll stick to what I know on offense, and we go. The Patriots were in line for something like that, and Bill Belichick was never, never willing to consider doing something like that or maybe bringing in a guy that he didn't know all that much or didn't have a relationship with or never had beers with the guy's father or whatever it was. That's what the team needed to be at its best. But again, this is what we're talking about. Is he really doing what's best for the team? I don't think so. In the last few years, it hasn't always been what's best for the team. It's been what's best for Bill or what Bill prefers or whatever. And that's why we've seen slippage. I mean, it's the NFL. It doesn't take much to lose a game. It's hard no, it to win games. So if you slip in a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there, you're going to fall apart. Right. Four wins, eight wins. Is it really that big of a difference in that league? No. And, and you really look at it, and it is a couple-year process, right? So Josh McDaniels leaves. Bill loses the guy who basically controlled the entire offense. The guy ran every aspect of the offense for you for years. He's now gone, and instead of – and actually, with McDaniels, there was a bit of a brain drain, right? You lose the Mick Lombardis, the Cole Popoviches. Uh, uh, you refuse to promote a guy like Nick Cayley from tight ends coach to offensive coordinator or offensive assistant, whatever, uh, and instead you put Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in charge. Instead of either promoting Nick Cayley and continuing to cultivate young coaching talent or even going outside your – circle of trust and finding other young coaches to come in and be part of the organization and grow and learn and get better. And I think that's one of the, that's the big difference, right? Between a guy like Nick Saban and a guy like Bill Belichick, Nick Saban is outright said, I know as I get older, I'm going to start losing touch with the game and the players. So what do I have to do? Find young coaches who keep me in touch and keep my players in touch and keep my systems in touch. Bill Belichick has not done that. He's done the complete opposite. He's done what you said and, kept himself comfortable and brought in the people he knows and the people he likes and the people he trusts instead of people that will make his football team better. It's fun for him because he's on, you know, he's in cruise control. He's with his sons. He's coaching with his sons. It's great. It's not like he's, when you say he's got passion on the sideline. Yes, he still wants to win. Yeah. But it's, to win at the highest level, you got to do whatever is necessary. Yep. It can't just be, I want to win, I'm going to yell at the ref when they make a bad call. It's got to be, all right, our coaches aren't getting done. I mean, for crying out loud, when Devin McCourty, retired or whatever, and he was going through, I forget when this was, but he he praised Steve Belichick by saying yeah. when Steve Belichick... It was on our show, actually. I think was on, on, the Greg, show, yeah. on the Greg Hill show, yeah. So, and, and nothing against... Steve Belichick's actually turned it around. He's done a good job. The defense has been good. But but McCourty said that Belichick, Steve Belichick, one of his... The big thing he, he, he mentioned was when Steve Belichick showed up, he had no idea what he was doing and admitted it. Yeah, he's like, I got put in charge of the safeties. I have no clue what we're doing, and guys. That was his big praise of <laughs> yeah. Steve Belichick. Like, what are we doing here? So I'm, a, I'm glad he was able to admit it and be candid and honest or whatever, radical candor. But 
can we get a guy that maybe knows what he's doing to coach the team? Coach <laughs> That'd the be team? nice. So, like, I don't know. So Matt Patricia didn't know how to coach offense. It literally, did, he was the exact same thing as Steve Belichick. As green as green comes when it comes to coaching that part of the fo- uh, of football, and Matt Patricia comes in and goes, yep, we're going to dial this up. We're going to have a great offense this year. So when you fact, that's another thing that's factored in here. When you talk about should it be the end or should we move on, you look at how that was handled. And the other thing, I just don't It's not worth talking about, but I don't understand if that's the way you wanted to kind of operate. Why? On God's green earth, were you so okay with Tom Brady walking away? I mean, if there was right. anybody he that was the you greatest would, eraser in sports, right. or, or if you just wanted to put it on cruise control and hire your friends, keep Brady around because he's going to take care of that's everything. Right. He'd be, he's the other coach on the field. He's the other coordinator. With Brady on the team, you are guaranteed eleven wins, or at least your offense isn't going to be abysmal. Just yeah. get a few guys around him to help him out. The offense will take care of itself. You can focus on defense with all your friends and golf buddies' sons and do what you want to do. And Brady, But yet he was okay. He was so okay with Brady leaving and wouldn't give him them. I don't get it. it I, I don't either. And it's it's so weird to me because, like, he has really good relationships with coaches like the Shanahans, right, with Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. He has good relationships. Why would he not then – Go to those guys and get guys from their staffs. Young, off- I mean, Kyle Shanahan's one of the best offensive minds we have in football right now. Why would you not want to pluck somebody from that staff and be like, hey, Kyle, I know he's not necessarily part of your everyday processes. I need a guy like that in my building. I'm going to hire him and just take him. Like, why... Why did it hurt? Why did why were there reports that he wouldn't get Bill o, he wouldn't take Bill O'Brien from from Nick Saban? Yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, I gotta let Bill O'Brien fulfill the contract. Why? Stop with that crap. You need to do what's best for the football team. You need to hire guys that are going to make you better. Yeah, they. I don't know what to tell you. I've been beating <laughs> this drum for a long time. It is what it is. It's run its course. It's I respect. I have so much, and I hate it again. To act like you, I mean, you talk to him every every Monday. You're yeah. on the. I, I hate that it might sound like somebody like me in my position doesn't have the ultimate appreciation and respect for Bill Belichick because I do. It's just I'm watching at it, I'm looking at it, and watching what's been going on, and it's just this isn't going to be saved. It needs to be a new person that brings him into a new day. That's. Well, I mean, he's the one that showed us what good football is for 20 years. So now, when there's not good football, we know we already know what good football looks like. So when there isn't, we we are going to stand up and say, "Hey, this isn't good. Fix it." And you would expect a guy of his stature and what he's done to do that. But that, again, that's why I just keep feeling like it's just the end because it doesn't feel like any move that has been made leading into this season, during the season is a guy who is supremely interested in nothing but winning football it games. It is weird. I could I mean it's weird to think that this could be Bill Belichick's last week as coach of the Patriots. I mean, he's going to be on with us tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning on the Greg Hill show. Could be the last time we ever talk to that's him. That's so crazy. I mean, I know he'll defer all the questions and he won't he'll never especially with another game to he'll play. He'll never answer that. anything. Right. But I don't know after that game Will he have a goodbye press conference? Will he have a press conference? That- will he just leave? Will he just leave? I mean, I can't imagine him having a press conference to say goodbye. Like, yeah, so, like, my thought that. is is Wednesday, that Wednesday the 10th, would be his final press conference of the year. My thought is, oh, that'll just be the goodbye press conference. But you're right. We could just get a report Tuesday at 5 o'clock. And a statement. And a statement from the Patriots or from him yeah. being like, Coach Bill Belichick has decided to retire, and that's it. And that's all we get. And then we're stuck with Robert Kraft at the podium on Wednesday having to speak for it. And and I'm curious if Tuesday will 
be the last time we hear from Bill Belichick. See, that would be such a shame because it, it, it'd be a shame to not end it with a press conference. And I with know something. It, it was different because Brady was going to another team, and maybe he'll go to another team. I don't know. But he had such success here. He was such of a he was the face of the organization along with Brady for so long. Oh man, with that because be- with Belichick, you're not going to get an Instagram post. You're not going to get some Twitter video. You're not going to get any of that crap because he doesn't exist on those things. No. Snap face and, yeah. and and face chat. He's not on those. So it's I mean, it either just, if he retired, if that's the way they positioned it, it'd be nice to hear him talk about the past and talk about all the the. Time and why? And why? Why? Yeah, answer what happened. Why you want to walk away now? What you're planning to do? But more so, just talk, you know, celebrate your time here. A 100%. Bit. That's what I think. That would be ideal if I'm Robert Kraft. I think that would be. I don't know if anybody would be in a position to do that or be that way or whatever when it was over. Or if he'd even want to. If he'd even want to. Maybe it's a little bit more contentious than I think. I don't know. But. It's a shame it couldn't end that way. That'd be a great way for it to end. 617-779-7937 here on WEEI. It's Shime and Dundero taking you up until 6 o'clock. But right now, Mark Dundero is going to get you caught up with what's trending. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right back to WEEI. Shyman here with you on Boston Sports Original WEEI, taking you up until six o'clock today. Uh, I am excited for this college football playoff uh you and i i believe are on opposite sides though i have 
I have gambled a little bit. I have put a small little couple shekels on Michigan and Washington in these games. Okay. And I think you and I are squarely opposite because you are on Alabama-Texas, correct? Yeah, so I didn't have enough confidence to put a bet on Texas. I just mm-hmm. I, I, They have weapons. Washington is – I just didn't. Yeah. So I went with the over. Um, Ooh, smart. Like that. I, just, I feel I, – and I'll be honest with you. I, it's not like I'm watching every game Michigan played this year, but – I did not like their demeanor, Michigan's, when they when they announced that Alabama was the draw. I didn't like it, and I, it rattled me. So, you know, we've seen this out of the SEC before where all of a sudden they get a little hot and they feel like, you know, they're the top conference and they're the top dogs, and they use some of that swagger in the bowl games. So I'm just I'm going with them. I took them plus three, though. I, I moved it. Plus three and a half, so I moved it just in case. Took the hook. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah for me, I just – I think the storyline, just simply, I'm a big narratives guy. The narrative of Jim Harbaugh dominating Nick Saban and then winning a national title and then just throwing the birds to the NCAA as he goes to the NFL and makes a crap load of money, to me, is the best case scenario. I would love to see it. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Um, Yeah. I, I hate what this bowl season has become, college football bowls. I hate what they've become. Yeah. I hate what they've done to it. I I mean, this game's going to be one to enjoy because yeah. all the other ones, they don't play. The starters don't play. It's a it's a fiasco. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, Jaden Daniels isn't playing for LSU, so they're, like, tied with Wisconsin in the fourth quarter. And... Yeah, Wisconsin's throwing the ball all <laughs> over the field like that. What is going on? Um, I hate it. It's their spring games. They're sponsored spring games on national TV. It sucks. The whole college football sucks now. Um, it's only going to, I think it's going to get worse with the 12 team playoff. The only good thing will be this will, I mean, at least we'll be able to enjoy the playoff. Yeah. You might have blowouts up and down the, the, the schedule, but the regular season won't matter as much. The playoff will be fun with the 12 teams and you see what matchups you get and you'll at least have more of the starters playing in the postseason. Well, so. yeah. Cause if you had that playoff now, like, and we had drawn Georgia, Florida state in a playoff, it would have just been brutal to watch 63 to three yeah. would have been the final. Well, I, I don't think if it was a playoff game, all those You would guys hope the Florida, Florida State, State guys would have played. I mean, J- Travis wouldn't have been there, but yeah. they would have had other guys. I, I just, the bowl games, you, can't, you they're unwatchable. You can't tell who's going to win. You can't bet them because you don't know what's going on. Um, and it's just, it's too bad. And I don't want to be in my day and all this crap, but the BCS, I mean, I know sometimes it didn't work and it was awful. And I like the 14 playoff because... At least that third team, you never have an SEC, an undefeated SEC team not get a shot. But I used to love those bowl games that weren't the national championship, or weren't, and you you just don't get any of them anymore. Maybe that was going to happen regardless. Maybe it was yeah. just not just a playoff. Maybe if it was still the BCS, all those guys, it would just become a trend. If it's a bowl game and I'm going to the NFL, it's not worth it because it's not for the national championship. So no matter what bowl game, but it used to not be that way. That's all I'm saying. And those starters played. Yeah. Uh, so... I had mentioned I would love the the Jim Harbaugh narrative, and so I want to I want to bring this up because we talked about it off air. I wanted to I, I thought it was interesting. I wanted to bring it up, um, not to tie them back into the Patriots, but Jim Harbaugh comes to the end of it. So he hires Don Yee just the he was yeah. yesterday, two days ago. Um, clearly, he has intentions of probably coming back to the NFL, which I love. I loved him when he was in San Francisco. I know you did as well. Yeah. Do you think that a guy like that could be a fit here in New England? If Assuming Belichick leaves, whether he retires or goes to another team, doesn't matter. He leaves. Could Jim Harbaugh be a fit here in New England? He's a massive personality, a massive figure. Would he, A, be willing to step into the shoes of Bill Belichick? Would Kraft be willing to pay him? And do you think he'd be a good fit? Yes. I don't know. 
I, I don't. Th- yes, I think he would be a good fit because I think mm-hmm. he's a good coach, and I think a good coach would be a good fit. Do I think Kraft would pay him? I I would probably lean no. Mm-hmm. I would probably lean, especially with the whole like videotaping thing. I don't think he'd want to deal with that again. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's as infatuated with with uh, Jim Harbaugh as I am. Yep. Um, and I don't know why Harbaugh would do it. I think Harbaugh he could turn the Patriots around, but I don't know why you wouldn't if you were going back into the NFL want to go to a better situation. I mean, the the 49ers had talent and. He wasn't Jim Harbaugh then. He yeah. was a, a promising coach from Stanford. Now he's Jim Harbaugh. Now he's got this big name recognition. He's had success. Never really won a championship, but had success. If he wins a championship in college, that will put him on another level. He'll be even higher uh, up on people's boards. I don't think I would do it here. I don't think he would. I don't know why he would. Um, I just you don't, don't think, think like – at that point, you know exactly what where the Patriots are drafting and things like that. You don't think the idea of, like, Drake May would entice him at all? Maybe. That's another reason why I want them to lose and yeah. have that high pick because that could entice a guy like that. I, I just – maybe. They do have some guys on defense. Um, he'd be running his own program. I, I just think there are be- there could be better situations out there that would be more interesting to him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think you're absolutely right. I think there are. Would you be probably, for him coming here? I would love it. Yeah. I would. I am Same. very much in favor of Jim Harbaugh. I think he's an exceptional coach because I think what he does is he puts people uh, that are smart, young, creative minds in a position to succeed. Like I think he would really make this pr- program flourish a little bit in a way we haven't seen in New England before because what Belichick did is he brought in guys that he was comfortable with. They've been running basically the same offense since 2000. Like, it's just some version of the Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels, the Bill O'Brien offense with a couple different individual spices thrown in. But it's basically the same playbook. And so I think what Jim Harbaugh would do, though, is bring in guys who would really, you know, have their own ideas and really craft their own playbook and have their own identity uh, on offense. And I think, especially if the Patriots do beat the Jets and right, they end up with the fourth or fifth pick and they're not going to trade up. Instead, they want to take Jaden Daniels. I feel comfortable with a guy like Jim Harbaugh empowering someone to take advantage of Jaden Daniels abilities way more than I do anybody on this Patriot staff or Bill Belichick, right? Especially after hearing Jalen Milrose comments, he's the quarterback from Alabama about how Bill O'Brien told him he should go play receiver. Like to me, that explains why a lot of what Bill O'Brien does is so vanilla. Like there's, I don't see the creativity in his brain for an athletic quarterback uh, the way there should be, like there is a, a, around the NFL. I, I just, I would love to see it. What he did with Alex Smith was so impressive. That's the yeah. best thing that you could. And do. the transition too from Alex Smith to Colin Kaepernick, two completely different guys. The only thing I will say that I wasn't expecting, I thought he'd have Michigan. Um, up and running a little faster than he eventually got. Because they were, he would get dominated by Urban Meyer. He couldn't beat Urban Meyer. It did take him some time, but he got him up and running. And now yeah. here they are every year in the playoff competing for a national championship. So I can't really argue with the results. So I, I would love it. I think he'd add something. I think he'd be fun. You know, where would you like to see him? In an ideal situation, where do you think he would be best? Dallas. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. America's I, I team with Jim with Harbaugh. It. If you oh. wanted to get me on board with, like, the L.A. Chargers, I could see that. Going Him and Herbert. The division with work. Mahomes, yeah. Herbert, that would be fun. Kick Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, a big market, a big team with a quarterback. Like, that would be – not that I'm the biggest Dak Prescott supporter. Like, I think Dak Prescott's limited. But Dak um, Prescott is probably better than Alex Smith. So, like, right. he's already and starting Harbaugh, off. With a- 
let's see what he could do. So 100%. that would be interesting. Jerry, Dallas, the NFC East, all those teams they'd play. Um, that yeah, would the, make Dallas must-watch TV oh, again. Oh, awesome to like, see where they It's so much better than that boob Mike McCarthy, no, I too. I mean, you know what you're going to get with him. I, 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 w- I think it would be really interesting to see Jim Harbaugh. It would suck for Patriots fans, but to see him in Buffalo with, like, Josh Allen and the pieces that that defense has, I think what they would be able to bring, what he would be able to bring to that franchise would be interesting. I feel like Mike McCarthy is always described as a boob. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, why is he a boob? What's a boob? Um, somebody's a boob. Like an idiot. Like he he is incapable of clock management. Like first of all, there's no brain in there. Is that what? Like, yeah. Well, okay. I, I, sometimes I think it's like half a brain. Okay. Right. Because I think there's I I do think some of what Mike McCarthy does. Bowl. Yeah. I, I'm not. I just with think Aaron Rodgers. Funny way. It's right. It's a it's an interesting way of describing a person. No, but it's uh, so my 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 thoughts on Mike McCarthy is I actually think he's not a terrible play caller. Uh-huh. I think he's actually a pretty good like offensive mind, um, relatively progressive, but nothing crazy. Uh, I think his schemes are pretty good. Like they're, they're solid. I mean, Dak Prescott's having one of the best years he's had in his career. He should get, he should get MVP, MVP votes a hundred percent. And, uh, but I think, I think Mike McCarthy is a lot like Andy Reid was pre Patrick Mahomes, where like the clock's winding down yeah. in a big spot. He's probably going to puke on his shoes. Yeah. That's kind of how I view Mike McCarthy. The, what happened there the other night oh was God. just so disgusting. Um, I think what happened was, and you can tell me what you'll take it, what you think. It was as simple as they, you know, the, the lineman went over. Who was it? Decker or 68 went Decker over. Decker and Skipper. Okay. I have no idea. It was Skipper 70. Why, yes. did, why did he, 70, even get close to that conversation? Why did he do that? I, so. I, I think what happened was is I think because Penny Sewell was also there. There were three linemen three with there. the ref. Yeah. I think Sewell was also there because he's the other tackle. And I think what they did is all three went to the ref yeah. to be like, okay, this is who's legal. This is who's not or eligible. This is who's not. And they also wanted to do it in order to somewhat confuse Dallas a little bit so that uh, Dallas didn't know exactly which one was eligible. Well, they confused the ref because what or I, I don't know. Yes, I think but that's what, exactly I think what, what happened. What happened was. I, I have no idea. It just feels like what happened was the ref inadvertently said 70 reported it. So that's who he announced to the defense. As and, eligible. As eligible. And then once that happened, he was past the point of no return. Yeah, he he's like, oh, like, crap, I screwed up. I told them the wrong guy's eligible. Right. It was 68 that was eligible. So now so i got to stick defense, with it. So the defense, even if they're identifying, wait a minute, 70's in the line in the interior. He's not eligible. He said 70. So it, you can't. How do you take that mid-play while everyone's running around? You go, oh, no, it's 68. Well, that's probably also why the flag came in so late, right? The play happens, and then Dallas is looking around like, wait, 68 wasn't eligible. They say something to the ref. The ref's like, oh, crap, he's right. I said said 70 was eligible. It throws the flag. And then they had to just swallow it. And that's also why it took so long, too, and New York was probably like, yeah, you guys have to just stick with this call. They screwed it up. They screwed it up. I'm assuming that's what happened. Well, and so Rex Ryan had a huge rant yesterday on uh, like NFL countdown. Yep. And he talked about how before games, coaches will go over these situations with referees, which is why I think the referee effed up is because coaches will meet with the referees. They will tell them he Rex Ryan even said that Dan Campbell probably told the refs about the fake punt. The refs knew the fake punt was probably in play. And so Dan Campbell told them exactly how this play was going to go down. And I believe Dan Cable even said he drew it up for them. Literally, like, on a whiteboard, drew it up for these referees so they knew exactly what was going to happen. And yet, somehow, some way, the refs still screwed up. What probably wasn't specified as as strongly was were the numbers. And yeah. I don't blame them. 
Because he's he's banging on the ref being able to absorb that information. If sixty eight, like that's comes the point out, of the meeting. That's right. It's coming, and then you just have to see. Okay, is it sixty eight that said I'm eligible? And if that you just can't screw that up. And I don't know if there were other plays, non trick plays, maybe earlier in the game where seventy was the guy that was eligible yep. on the play, and they had those conversations. So maybe that's why they got confused. I don't know. But in that spot, it's unacceptable. Yeah. You can't do it. And I think the one thing Rex Ryan did say that I completely agree with is you can't. Stop blaming the players. Like, they, they were, the offensive lineman clearly went to the referee, clearly someone reported, and the referee just screwed it up. Yeah. It's they, that simple. Either Dan Campbell didn't clearly enough explain to the referee how it was going to go down, or it's as simple as the referee completely messed up the situation. But in no way is this on the players. They were clearly there to report who was eligible and who was not. I mean, that's the one, the one thing. When you talk about that play in practice, and you practice that, that's the that's the first thing you would be preaching. Yep, you have to report as eligible. Yeah, that would never be a mistake that they would make. They, you just wouldn't. It's so, like going to a proposal without the ring. <laughs> it's like the one thing you need, you don't have. A hundred percent. And so, okay, so now move past the penalty. Mm-hmm. Balls at the seven yard line after the penalty. Are you still going for two there? Hell no. Okay, you, thank you've God. Broken your momentum. Maybe, I Everything's like you. all screwed up. You just take. What's given Take to you the there. extra point, Take go extra to overtime. Point. That's right. Even though where would they would they so they would have been kicking that extra point from even further back? Is that how that works? So it was a five yard penalty for illegal so touching. It would have been five so, yards, so a thirty eight yard field yeah. goal. Okay, you you do it. You Still take it. the extra point. Your your team is reeling at that, especially after you made it mm-hmm. and they strip it from you. Just take the tie from the seven. You don't want to do that. Take the tie, especially if you have confidence in the kicker. Go to overtime. It's not like Dallas was scoring up and down. I no, mean, it was a 20 to Lamb 19 was killing game. You, but they were, it's not like they had 39 points. Yeah. Like, take your chance. Maybe you win the toss. Like, I did not understand when you had that level of devastation, don't ask them to execute another two point from the seven at that point. Especially because, and I get it, like, it's kind of Dan Campbell's thing, right? The big balls, like, yeah, we're going to go for this. Rah, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. They go for it yeah, yeah. 50% of the time on fourth down in opposing territory. I get it, but. You also have to recognize the situation. I, When you want to go for it to win the game, you knew that drive down the field, if you scored a touchdown, you're going for two. Yeah, like You knew it. Fine. 100%, I'm with it. I love it. Be aggressive. But then when, it, when things don't go your way and you're throwing a curveball, sit on it. Just hit, take the extra point, and go to OT. Because if you get the ball, want to know what you can do? Just drive right back down the field and win the game. Especially you still had all the momentum. Yeah, all or, of it. Or, or it's again, it's not like a situation where you just haven't been able to stop that team. And they again, Lamb was good, but you you'd stopped them. They'd turned it over a little bit. Like you could have gotten a stop, or you could have gotten the ball. Yeah. So that was a mistake. I, I as soon as he did that, I I knew that was a mistake. What was the bigger mistake in the game? Dan Campbell not taking the extra point after the penalty, or Mike McCarthy being like, yes, let's play prevent defense with less than two minutes left and not do what we've done all game, which is stop them from scoring. I think it was the Dan Campbell thing. Fair. Because, I mean, I understand that, and they mentioned that during the broadcast, but it's just so hard to – you don't want somebody to beat you deep, and, you you, you know, it's hard to do that like you've been playing all game um, because in the event that you did get beat deep – you know, but yeah, my thought uh, my thought was that it's like, oh, Jameson Williams is out of the game with an injury. Oh yeah, we just play what we've been doing. We just don't worry about it. There, Goff is not going to throw it over our head, and if he does, Deron ba- Deron Bland will probably be there yeah. and pick it off and win us. No, the game I don't anyways. disagree with that. Especially, I forget exactly how much time was left, but I think it was like a minute forty 
uh, ish, yeah, give or take. So what I would have said in that, and I thought this this never happens enough, okay. And it was on the um, what was it on one of those shows, mic'd up or whatever during the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl from 2017, like a few yep. years ago. And yeah, the one Jim, they lost. Jim Schwartz was on the sideline, and I forget what part of the game it was. It might have been before the strip sack, or it was at the end of the game. And he goes to to Peterson, Doug Peterson, and he says to him, "The mic. I mean, they're on. The cameras are on him. He says it, and it was a great thing he said. He goes, "I'm going to be aggressive. That way, we're either going to get the ball back." Or they're going to score fast, and we'll have time to respond. Now, in that game, everybody was scoring, yeah. So that made a little bit more sense. But that's—I like that sometimes. That mentality more than all right. We're just going to prevent, prevent. Let them, t- you know, they'll take what they can get. They get all the way down the field. They establish a rhythm, and then you're back on your heels inside the red zone with a chance to lose the game. I'd almost say unless there's no time left, and you know, if you just tackle them in bounds, they're screwed. I would say, I like that mentality. Be aggressive. Try to force what you've been doing the whole game. Force a mistake. End the game. Or if they do happen to score, you still have a lot of time. And I think that's why, too, uh, it's interesting to note that the guy who's the defensive coordinator for Dallas who allowed that drive at the final minute of the game is none other than Dan Quinn, who also blew a 28-3 lead against the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. And uh, guys like Steve Spagnolo, who just line up and do what they do, are winning championships with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's just interesting when you look at it. Jim Schwartz, by the way, having a great season with Cleveland. Uh, that oh, yeah. defense is lighting He's it up. Good defensive guy. Uh if you're if you got any money left in that betting account, toss a couple shekels on Cleveland to win the AFC, fourteen to one. Ooh, that's a big ask. Buy into Joe Flacco in that defense. I, Joe Flacco, you never know. I mean, two thousand. What is he? He was 12, ice. 12 ice in his veins. Touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, in that playoff run. He was elite. And they have the defense. Like they got some weapons. Miles they, Garrett is awesome. Yeah, they are so good. That'd be fun. That's good. The AFC is going to be fun. We could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, because the AFC playoff picture. Is juicy. The only thing that I'm rooting for, and I think we'll see if it happens. I I I have nothing to say about the Colts getting in. I want to see the Texans get in. I think Stroud would be more interesting than whatever the. I mean, I know Colts Minshew's. It'd be whatever. better than Tom. I'd rather see into. Stroud and how does this stud rookie, the the best rookie in the class, whatever. Handle a playoff start. We'll talk about that next, actually. Let's get into some of the uh, NFL playoff picture coming up next year. On Shy Mandadero, taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to it on WEEI.
It's Shy Man Dondero here on Boston Sports Original. WEI taking you all the way up until 6 o'clock this evening. 617-779-7937 if you want to hop in on the phone lines. We've been talking Pats, Bruins, Celtics, Bill Belichick, the whole nine. Everything you want is on the table. You can also text into the show 37937. Uh, if you want to weigh in there. We were just talking about the NFL playoffs, so I wanted to go over the playoff picture with you, Don Darrow. Yeah. Uh, currently, we got yesterday, number number one seeds locked up. Baltimore Ravens, number one seed in the AFC. 49ers, number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Miami's already clinched a playoff berth. Kansas City's clinched the division. Cleveland Browns have clinched a playoff berth as well. Um in the NFC, we got the Cowboys. If they win, they win the NFC East and would be the number two seed. Uh, Lions are almost firmly planted right there in the three seed, unless Dallas and Philly were to lose, I believe, and they were to win. Uh, the Rams also clinched a playoff spot. Love that for Sean McVay, a team that a lot of people thought was going to suck, uh, clinched a playoff spot. So you're really looking at one more playoff spot left in the NFC, as well as the NFC South divisional title are kind of up for grabs there. Uh, I, I I'm curious on your thoughts right now. So you mentioned before the break, you would love to see C.J. Stroud in the playoffs. I, too. They they face the Colts, so it's head-to-head. Basically, winner goes to the playoffs. Uh, there's still a chance that one of them could win the AFC South with some help if the Jaguars were to lose. Whole deal. But either way, Indianapolis and Houston, winning you're in. I'm with you on C.J. Stroud. I want to see D'Amico Ryans, Bobby Slowick, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, all that young talent in the playoffs. But the Colts have been pretty good this year, and it's interesting to see what they've done even without their uh, first-round draft pick, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not hating on the Colts. I just kind of would like to see, I like to see the quarterbacks. Yeah, so for sure. I want to see Stroud in there. I'd love to see him in a situation where he could play in a playoff game. Um, and I think that'd be a fun match. Who would they play? Miami right now, depending on if Miami loses to Buffalo, um, that could be a different situation. Correct. And Miami is. I don't want to say they're leaking oil, but they, you know, they've had trouble against good teams. They've had trouble on the road. You know, I don't know. Who do you think, who do you expect to win that game, Buffalo or Miami in Miami? So I'm going to take Buffalo. I just think Buffalo is the hotter team right now. They're kind of figuring things out. Like just even when situations aren't ideal, I mean, Josh Allen played like, dog food against the New England Patriots. They still win because they took advantage of the Bailey Zappi interceptions um, and it paid off. But you can't count out Miami because they could easily score. I just think without Jalen Waddle, they're a little bit different. Like Tyreek Hill is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But Raheem Mostert banged up. Jalen Waddle's out until the playoffs. I'm The Bills already beat them in the last matchup and beat them handily. Yeah. I'm going to take the Bills. I, I just, I think they're the better pick there. I have a fee. I just have a feeling about the Bills. Now what okay. Josh Allen did yesterday rattles me. Cause I just, it was bad. He, at one point, didn't he have negative yards passing? Like, I didn't yeah, know in the first quarter, it was like negative yeah. 15 or that, something. That, that was the longest first quarter I've ever experienced. Oh it was like an hour, just the first quarter. Um, but it does it does a little bit feel like Buffalo could be that dark horse where if Allen can't play like he did yesterday and expect him to do anything, but if he ever caught some fire, especially against a team he usually plays pretty well against Miami, they usually have high-scoring games, he usually plays pretty well. If he ever caught some fire, he's as good as anybody out there. And if they get into a situation where they're in the, you know, I mean, we I don't know if they're going to end up the two seed. I guess if they win, that's still in play, right? They could be the two seed. So if they win, they could end up being the two seed, yeah, okay. which is crazy. I, I'm That's a team that could win on the road. 
they've been through it. They've had the experience. They have some, I mean, they'll need their defense to do things that maybe they haven't done for a lot of this year. I know they have injuries up and down the defensive roster. They can't have James Cook fumbling. That's been somewhat touchy feeling. But he's so, been really good for them, too. Like, you yeah. look at that Dallas game, oh, yeah. even in the Chargers game, he's taken a lot of the weight off of Josh Allen's shoulders, and I think that's one of the reasons why this Buffalo team is as dangerous as they are, because James Cook has stepped up other guys in the offense. Their receiver, like, Steph Diggs has not been good. He hasn't. No, no, yeah, he he hasn't just, been he's been getting a ton of targets and not a lot of production. Gabe Davis has been as mercurial as you possibly can be, but the, but the rookie, Dalton Kincaid, has been good. James Cook has been excellent. So, at times, this offense can still be one of the best in football. That's right. And if he gets hot, it sounds like you like Cleveland as like a dark horse. I like Buffalo. Right? I do. So, uh, actually, my guy, Nick Costos of uh, You Better You Bet, uh, BetQL podcast, he's on our show every Friday. He said... Leading into that Kansas City-Buffalo game after the loss to Philly, he said, if you like Buffalo to beat Kansas City, bet on them to win the Super Bowl now because you're never going to get better odds. I I paid attention. I got Buffalo 18-1 to Mm. to win the Super Bowl. And I'm already seeing the value. Like, they offer you the cash-out option. I'm already seeing the value come back because I'm already getting offered more money than I (laughs) put the bet in for. And and I think you're seeing that, too, with Buffalo because – Vegas is scared of what Buffalo can do now. Like yeah. Buffalo figured it out. They're not six and six anymore. They're they're really kind of grinding out wins, but they're winning football games. And if if they lose to Miami, they stay the sixth seed, and their first game is against Kansas City in Kansas City. It's a very winnable game. They've it already is. done it once. They could probably do it again with how how Kansas City has struggled. Like I could see them, and I know Buffalo or Baltimore's been sort of a wagon. Oh man, they're so but good. I could see them going into Baltimore. And I just think when you have a guy like Allen, who, if he's right, can do anything you want, I could see him, if he feels good, if it's going well, get into Baltimore and just start throwing it all over the field. One of those games where we'll throw it every town if we have, every time. And if he does that and he's having some success, then all of a sudden you put Lamar Jackson in a spot where, all right, I got to throw it, I got to run it, I I can't run it as comfortably as I want to do, and you take them off schedule, and then anything can happen. I've been so impressed with Lamar Jackson. I think he's a lot better than he was three, four years. Even when he won the MVP, I think he's better now than he was then. Throwing the ball is different. But I'd still get apprehensive if they get off schedule in a playoff game and he has to throw, throw, throw to get him back, especially if the quarterback he's going against is having a good day. I think Allen is as capable as anybody. And if the defense, if a guy like Rasul Rasul Douglas or whatever comes up big and is all of a sudden on a heater – I think they're as qualified as any team to find themselves in the Super Bowl. So, would Buffalo be your pick to come out of the AFC? If I'm, I'm forcing you to pick right now, which team wins the AFC? Are you going with Buffalo? Buffalo. My computer just crashed, Buffalo so I, I can't team. look at the standings anymore. But so it's it's Baltimore, Miami, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Buffalo, Indy. I am going to take the the Ravens, and I have a crazy Ravens stat for you. Okay, uh, there's been three teams in the history of football to lead every game. Through now 16 weeks of this, or 16 games in the season, uh, with two minutes remaining in the game. It's been the 72 Miami Dolphins, the 2007 Patriots, and oddly enough, the 2023 Baltimore Ravens. Wow. They have been leading up until at two minutes left in the football game in every single game this season. And then they just lose, a, they've lost three games in ridiculously crazy fashion yeah, how do they to the lose? Steelers, Colts, and uh, Browns. 
Like, they were up 14 points on the Browns in the fourth quarter and somehow lost. So uh, that Baltimore team is an absolute wagon. So if I if I have to pick it, I can't pick against them. Lamar's playing the best football he's played since his MVP season. It's totally different now, too, than what you saw in the past. Like, last time it was – or the last few years, it was that uh, Greg Roman offense where it was just very medieval. Mm-hmm. We just want to run the ball and be physical and pound it. But now Todd Munkin spread it out a little bit. Lamar is a dedicated passer. He wants to pass. He's constantly looking to pass instead of run. Uh, and, and I think it just makes them – uh, an absolute force. I think he has more weapons than he's ever had. Yeah, um, Odell and Zay Flowers yeah. is awesome. And this is without Mark Andrews, too, know, which is crazy. crazy. Isaiah Likely has slid right into that yep. role They've and absolutely good crushed running it. Backs, even though they keep getting hurt, this next guy in is still good. Justice Hill with a yep. kick return touchdown and that reception, like the reception touchdown as well. Gus Edwards has been a goal line monster this year. Uh, that Ravens team, I think, and also, you cannot say enough about that defense. No. They are. Mike McDonald is one of the few defensive coaches uh, that is going to get looks for head coach this year because he is one of the young, bright minds in football right now, especially with what he's done uh, with the players on that defense. I just feel like the one team they won't want to see is Cleveland. Not because they beat them, but just because it's a team that knows them. It's... It'd be a nuisance. I could not agree more. Uh, Chris Curtis posed this to me. Uh, we were filling in for the show, uh, Greg Hill show on Friday, and he said it seems too poetic that Baltimore would get the first round by, and then in the second round, Cleveland would come into town. Joe Flacco just won a playoff game with the Cleveland Browns, and the Browns just punch him in the nose. Joe Flacco going back to Baltimore. Yeah, it's just that? like all of the storylines – we're like, wow, like the Ravens just lose to the Browns. So Ugh. I'm just of the mindset, if you're, a, if you're a heavy favorite, yeah, especially like a wagon, a one seed, you had this great year, I never want to see a division opponent in the playoffs. No, just never. They those know games you are so well. Those games are ugly. You've played them a million times, it feels like. I would just rather avoid it. They're not intimidated. They see you all the time. Yep. They don't care. What, you know, they'll just go in with their licking their chops at a chance to bring you down. And Flacco, of all people, for crying out loud. Uh, and everybody's rooting for I've never in my life found myself rooting for Joe Flacco until now. No, you're right. But it's fun. It's a good thing. It's awesome. 617-779-7937 if you want to weigh in here. Final hour of Shime and Dundero coming up next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.